This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Jody Vance in for Simi this week and Claire Allen, CKNW contributor, is in studio with me. Hello. Hey, Jody. You've been working hard on this next project. I've I been have. very much looking forward to what you've learned. I've got a question for you. Okay. Would you ever co-own a home? Yes. Oh, me, you know what? After doing this, I agree. But let's explain what this okay, is. Okay, explain for. it all first. So a recent Ipsos read poll found that 24% of millennials actually are consider, would consider the idea of co-owning a home. But like I said, I was really curious about what this is. So I caught up with an expert who could tell me a little bit more about this idea. My name is Noam Dolgan. I've been in real estate for more than seven years. Before that, I worked in sustainability education, environmental education, and community development. So I come at real estate with a mindset around community building and sustainability from the beginning. Uh, And two years ago, uh, we launched Coho BC, which is the co-ownership initiative to encourage people to look at co-ownership as a model to create affordability, sustainability, and community. So I really wanted to know from Gnome how it works. Basically, co-ownership is a very common practice already. So co-ownership is not a new model at all. Uh, and in, in this case, what we're doing is we're allowing people, either friends, family, or even strangers, to co-own property. Uh, in this case, you would own a property that is not stratified. You would own a house together or, or a unit together, and both your names would be on title, or however many people are in the group. Both your names would be on the mortgage, uh, and then you would create a partnership agreement or a co-ownership agreement that dictates between you how you share responsibility, how you share space, what to do if somebody has a financial shortage, what to do down the road when when somebody wants to sell their share because they have gotten married or they had to move or whatever the situation might be. That's the key piece for most people. It's like, wait a minute, wait, that sounds messy. No, you do need to have a lawyer involved in this. This isn't just something you draft up yourself. Yeah, you don't agree. Like, high five. Yeah, this isn't a handshake deal. No. No. So Noam told me that the building that we probably are familiar with that lends itself perfectly to this agreement is the Vancouver Special. He said one family could live upstairs and the other family could take the downstairs area. And he also mentioned that he's seen a group of people buy a home with a laneway home in the back and divide the finances and costs um, appropriately. Um, so I was wondering, like, who's doing this? Like, who, who are the people you're seeing that are buying this? Who's participating in, in, in co-ownership? The most common groups at the moment are intergenerational families. So, for example, you'll get parents and children co-owning property. Uh, in Vancouver, a great example for that is a, a new house with Laneway House, or a house with Laneway House in general. So if you have a downsizing family, you know, downsizing parents who can live in an 800-square-foot laneway house in the back and, sh- and allow the main home to be owned by their children, um, you know, to raise their grandchildren, etc., you allow family to stay close together. You, you, while the kids are young, you have grandparents as support, and when the grandparents need support, you're, you're there right to, to take care of them. So that's a model we're seeing a lot of is, is intergenerational families and also siblings, uh, doing duplexes together. Uh, we see a, a lot of uh, young families buying together. That Vancouver special, a duplex model that I mentioned, is a very appealing. So two friends, in this case, oftentimes, uh, who have kids around the same age, would buy together uh, to share a home in that way. Uh, what you're seeing a lot of interest as well from is uh, we like to call golden girls. Um, 
So downsizers, retirees, not just female, uh, but looking, uh, these folks are really looking to, to age in place, not have to move again later in life, not have to move into institutions. So the idea of having community, people to look after you, people to, you know, when you have some health issues to take care of you is very appealing. Uh, so and that's an area where we're seeing strangers start to come together and, and build um, housing uh, in groups of three to, to six, you know, adults, uh, 60 plus, uh, who can live together for, you know, for their golden years. So that's an idea you've heard before. I know uh, you it had is. said that. My girlfriend, Kathy, um, she and her husband bought a place with friends of theirs mm-hmm. and ended up stratifying it. They took cool. a big character home and yeah. turned it into a duplex. And I've talked to her for years now, because our kids are tight, mm-hmm. of, of buying a piece of property and having independent, almost like a, a group of coach houses. So yeah. everybody gets their own space. I don't know right. if I'd necessarily That's live on top for of For sure. Time. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, it's it's a, for some people and it's not for some other right. people. But the benefits to co-ownership is that you know who your neighbors are before you get into the deal, right? Point. When you buy the property, you can save money and get more space yep. because uh, you could probably get a bottom half of a home or a laneway home and you share other resources and it gives you a sense of community. Yeah. But of course, Jody, there are some challenges. The challenges have come down to financing uh, and, re- and exit strategy. At the end of the day, you know, it's almost all advantages uh, except for when you want to, when you want to finance and you get the money for it, you have to put all, anyone who's on title has to be on the mortgage, which means you are all on the hook for each other's portion of the property if anything goes horribly wrong. If the market tanks or if somebody um, disappears on you, etc., um, so that is, that's the downside. Now, there, you, you can prepare for that. Uh, and this is where a good partnership agreement and a good lawyer who's done this many times before is essential. Because with good planning and a good partnership agreement, you can protect yourself. That's a key. Yes, exactly. And so I asked, like, what happens if there's a disagreement between two owners? Like, not just, you know, um, the, what he discussed in that, in that clip, but like, what if, you know, tempers start to rise or something like that? Relationship breakdown. Exactly. And Noam's answer actually really surprised me. Yeah, you lay out your responsibilities, each one's responsibilities, you lay out your standards. Um, and this is why one of the things we even suggest to people is that they meet with a lawyer to, to, to figure out the questions they have to ask, and then they meet with a couples counselor, you know, so that you can basically answer these questions. What are, what's going to be our dispute resolution process? How are we going to make sure we have consensus? How are we going to make sure we, you know, uh, we agree to something? And, and we disagree, uh, how are we going to deal with that? So absolutely, there's a process hilarious. I know, right? Couples counseling. Brilliant, though. It is. I mean, it makes sense because you need to look down the road mm-hmm. to see what could arise. So with uh, home prices continuing to increase, Jody, no one believes that this co-ownership is something that we will continue to see throughout the Lower Mainland. I mean, it's been going on, as I said, for a long time, uh, but it's been growing recently as prices get higher and as people feel more and more of a sense of social social isolation. Uh, co-ownership becomes increasingly appealing uh, across the board. Might be the only way to get into the market, too. Exactly. And he also said that until there's a shift in how neighborhoods are zoned, allowing for like duplexes or and stuff like that in traditionally single zoned, like single, single family, family homes, development, exactly, yeah. he thinks that co-ownership will be something that, that people will look for. So he, you know, it could be coming to a street near you. Um, but if you really want to learn more about this, yep. you can learn more at uh, Noam Dolgan's uh, website. It's 
cohobc, so C-O-H-O-B-C, one word, dot com. And he breaks all the information down there. His contact is on there. And you can learn all about this really cool initiative. Great stuff, Claire. Thank you for that. Thanks, Jody. 